welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, assistant coach and girls coach Craig Picorni, here with head Hall of Fame coach Alan Picorni. We're here once again to talk uh, wrestling every week and give you a rundown of the past week, what's to come, and just talking about wrestling in general. We're finally back. It's finally the new season. Yep, new year, and we're back at it, so hard to believe it's here already. And anybody who doesn't know, you can always uh, send us questions to answer on the next podcast. You can tweet at the Badger Tough Wrestling. If you're not following it already, you should follow that. A lot of stuff goes out on that. Or you can always email us, and uh, we'll answer any questions anybody has. Um, So we might as well dig in. We were already two weeks into the season. Uh, not counting preseason conditioning. Uh, preseason conditioning went pretty well. We had a pretty good showing, especially considering football was busy working on that state championship. Yeah, just your um, normal preseason conditioning, getting ready. It uh, um, helps us in a couple of ways. helps us ramp up a little bit for the season, especially the ones that haven't been doing anything in the fall that should have been doing things. But uh, and then it also takes care of a lot of the administrative things as far as uh, sports physicals and NSA forms and uh, hydration and testing and all that stuff. Get all that out of the way before we actually start practicing, so uh, we could focus on practice right away that that very first week and not have to deal with the other administrative things that go on. And the weather was playing nice with us this year, and we got to even attack the hill one day. Everybody's favorite. Yep, took him out to the Green Monster and ran the hill a few times. So uh, they were happy about that. And then we rolled into the first week of practice with two a days, but no football. So. Yeah, it, it uh, um, was a little different this year, and uh, it's been a it's many years since we've had to do this. In 1989 um, was the last time, and I was here then. Uh, but. Uh, uh, as far as uh, you know, recently we haven't had to de- deal with this, but uh, um, so it's kind of kind of new a little bit. Um, I mean, it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, we you get in such of a, um, a swing of things and how you're doing it and routine and and getting the season started that uh, um, now you have to think differently and outside the box and how to. Uh, keep the guys who, who are started going and get them up to speed as fast as possible and and uh, also uh, you know not slowing them down but then find a way that once football is done to, to have them catch up and uh, and not only the ones that catch up but also the the brand new kids has never put on a wrestling shoes before and now they're um, you know we've already had uh, a week and a half or two weeks to practice in how to get them up to speed quick and that's that's a challenge part but uh so far i i, f- I feel it's been working pretty well um you know i i, I think that first week two days went, went normal uh for the people who are there and and uh, uh towards the end of the week they are pretty wore out and that's part of the plan with that is to uh to ramp them up and uh you know not necessarily we don't have our toughest practices that week but uh, uh we have multiple practices that uh uh, you know, as a dual purpose, it's for conditioning, uh, getting them ramped up quick as possible, and, and also getting that weight off. And um, and so I felt like that 
worked pretty well because interesting thing is we Monday we you know after the the boy well actually Tuesday after the boys had won their state championship in football we um, you know, had one of the football guys come in and um, you could see that our our guys were in girls really both guys and girls were were far ahead of uh, you know the individuals or the football players as far as conditioning wrestling conditioning goes so. Um, yeah, wrestling conditioning is a whole different kind of conditioning compared to pretty much every other sport. Yeah, and, and you know, and and that's nothing to say bad about. Mm-hmm. Not saying that football guys aren't in shape; they're in football shape, and that's where where they need to be. Um, they don't need to be in wrestling shape to play football. So, uh, you know, they're where they need to be, and then once they come over to wrestling, that's a different type of conditioning, and um, and. Uh, you know, it takes some time to catch up. But the good thing is they have a head start on it. It's not like they're starting from ground zero either. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, so we'll be working on that and trying to get them caught up as quick as possible, and and uh, we should be fine. So, um, But otherwise, all the other juggling we got to do to, to uh, keep on pace uh, as a normal season as far as installing our offense and you know technique and all that um we're going to try doing that at the same time catch up uh, the others and the new kids so um little challenges but the the positive thing is um we got a good coaching staff and uh, you know and and numbers of coaches are is uh, almost to where i'd like to see it um you know so uh, we've got quite a few coaches out there that that can really help get these kids caught up and so um so far it's been going good i i feel i was really pleased um uh, you know, with uh, the practices uh as the football players came back and we still got a few more that hadn't sh- hadn't shown up yet their last um this today's our last break day and and they should everybody should be there on on monday um so uh um, from then on it's it's you know going full speed and and uh um, you know, excited to get those all caught up. Yep. I guess rolling right into this this coming week, Monday will be pretty normal, but uh, a little adjustment for Tuesday. Obviously, we have the black and blue duel, so we'll have a shorter practice after school. But to help uh, anybody who needs catching up, we've got a little extra optional practice on Tuesday morning. Yeah, and that has to do – has goes back to, you know, some of the football guys um, – coming in uh, uh, one of the requirements to being able to compete at the Bennington invitation or eligible to compete at it was um, you know they need to be practiced by Friday um, you know because it go, goes along with we don't want them to come in um, and, and not be ready physically and then go out and get hurt um, uh, you know conditioning need same thing trying to get them at least some type of conditioning so uh, there's a certain amount of practice I like to have uh, when someone starts a season to be ready um, that happens with injuries too if so or if someone comes in late that let's say someone decides they're going to join the team on Monday that I didn't know about you know they'd be in the same uh, situation so uh, and and because of that then it's also was a holiday um, and you know people have family things and all that so I I try to work with people when they have family events so that you know that they're able to still go to those and and um, you know, so there's a possibility, you know, there's that someone would miss, 
but still want to do it. And so uh, beforehand, I said, if, you know, talk to me, let me know, and we'll work something out. So um, we did have a couple individuals that uh, couldn't make one of the practices over on Friday or Saturday. And so um, uh, the decision was to go ahead and have an optional practice on Tuesday morning, um, 6 a.m. to 7.30, uh, just like our two a days and just going to be one day and if they don't make that one either well then that's that's it i mean we 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 can only do so much to help them out um and uh, it'd also be optional to anybody else even if uh even those guys who've been there for uh from the beginning or uh, any football players that want to do a little bit more just to uh, try catching up and uh so um it will be there and i'll be sending out emails today i hadn't had a chance yet um, kind of made that decision yesterday after practice and uh, been out of town uh, uh, from about the end of practice I took a, went out of town for our family stuff too and and uh, got back this afternoon um, so I have a chance to send out an email and I'll get that done tonight um, letting everybody know about that might come in same time the podcast goes out at that point it could <laughs> very well but uh, so, and then Friday, uh, varsity and JV will practice, but obviously the girls will be out at competition, so we won't have the full team in there. But pretty much everybody will be going Friday, and then setting up for the Bennington invite right after practice. Or are we coming back later? Uh, the there's uh, no game for, or basketball games, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, that will be right after practice. We'll get them going and. Um, I know you won't be around, or the girls, um, you know, that's fine. We'll get everything Matt set up, we'll, uh, and we'll talk about what we do with the uh, um, networking and all that. Might have to wait. Might be able to set some of it up and, and wait till you get back and let the kids all go, of course, but then we'll finish up with that. Yep. So speaking of competitions, Tuesday our black and blue duel kicks things off. Uh, the inner squad duel talk a little bit about that and how that affects the lineup and everything else yeah um the black and blue duel uh you know that's that's our inner squad duel uh it's got a multi-purpose for that um uh, you know the number one thing is it's kind of like the finals of our wrestle-offs there's always a possibility there might be something on wednesday after that too just depend on the situation um, you know, it could be illness or it could be, I don't know, something else come up or whatever. Um, uh, you're, or a two out of three situation that uh, we'll probably no, do wrestle no more than two matches uh, in that duel. If something ends up going to three for whatever reason. Um, that will uh, may finish up on, on Wednesday. But the plan is um, we did start one wrestle off on Saturday that we were able to to, to get going and, and – uh, um, we'll do some more tomorrow and maybe even Tuesday beforehand. Um, and we get to where, uh, in many cases, it's a final wrestle-off uh, for that weight class and um, for the varsity spot. Uh, you know, and so th- that gives them an opportunity to do it in front of a crowd a little bit. And, um, you know, it's just more uh, uh, realistic to, you know, sometimes kids perform better under a lights when there's a crowd and sometimes they don't and, and that's kind of something that uh, we need to see and um, and the other purpose of this is to 
get a lot of the detail things out that uh, you know out of the way that in to, for the new kids to understand uh, how how a, a match proceeds and you know all the procedures as far as checking in at the table and making sure everybody's wearing headgear properly and mouth guards and and uh, everything that goes along with that and a hand proper handshaking and all the all all that goes along with it uh, um, you and know, running through smoke machines gotta if, if you got right. that set up then then that's true so <laughs> um, you know so everything that goes along with that um, you know and, and it also helps us that if we see something that you know some of the kids don't know what to do we can it's i'd rather make the mistake in an inner squad duel than in a regular duel and not that it's a big deal really but uh, um, it's just a good way of getting it out of the way uh, and get familiar with what we're doing so and then as far as the duel goes uh, um, even if they if it's not a wrestle off we will give everyone a match um, unless some special reason in usually it's an injury or something like that or or um, someone started really late and we're just you know if, like i said someone shows up uh in fact we probably will if anybody's showing up on monday some of the football guys that show up on monday we'll probably still give a match because technically this is an extension of our practice um uh, we we do a little bit less live wrestling because we figure this is in part of the live wrestling that we do in practice so this is like the end of our practice in a way um so uh, yeah, you're going to see somebody that's not going to be in very good shape or maybe not know a whole lot <laughs> if they, uh, what's going on. But, um, you know, unfortunately, that's that's what it is. And um, But, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get them going. And, um, but we want to give everybody a match, so they, like I said, so we can uh, get all the bugs worked out. But, uh, you know, and, and the ones that don't for Russell Loss, we're just going to match up kids by weight, somewhat ability. Um, we also try making it a little bit fun for the kids. We split them into two different teams, obviously black and blue. Um, and the coaches, we split the coaches. And, and uh, you know, I sit off to the side and I don't take sides. I sit and watch and take notes and uh, maybe once in a while talk to the kids if I see something I want to talk to them right away about. And, um, and then, uh, uh, you know, we keep a team score. Uh, so the kids are all cheering for their own side and uh, to make it a little bit more exciting is uh, the team that wins uh, doesn't have to help clean up afterward they don't have to put the mats away or, and clean up so uh, a little more incentive to go out there and wrestle well and uh, uh, we do intend on everybody having a match and all the girls too and so kind of exciting to, to see girls on the mat wrestling for the first time ever and bennington's history uh we've never had one compete yet um so this is kind of exciting and not only that it's the first year of the the girls program and by the way one interesting note too i forgot to mention about practices um the girls had perfect attendance through the first two weeks of practice so they got something over the boys already um so not a single one missed a single day uh so that was that was kind of nice to see yep and then friday speaking of the girls uh, the girls head down to uh, nebraska city for the friday night fracas or fracas 
I guess look depending on how it's spelled. Looks yeah, like they, they did it with an A, two A's now. Nebraska City spells it different than uh, uh, Grand Island, so I don't know what. Oh, no, it looks like they're spelling it the same now. They are? Okay, well, I don't Change know. Change it up. But anyways, Friday, 3 o'clock away in, so we'll have to we'll figure out exactly when we have to leave and, and drive down there. And then uh, wrestling starts at 4.30, and they're just going to roll through. It's in two gyms and six mats and quite a few teams uh, coming to that. There's It looks like there's a small boys tournament and, and girls tournament at the same time. So <clears throat> we'll be getting after it right away on Friday. Yeah, that's Nebraska City has a varsity tournament there um, that they run too. So it goes alongside with their their tournament that their boys are wrestling. Yep. Um, and then of course Saturday we have the Bennington Invite. We always kick off the season. Uh, kind of mentioned it last year, but we used to have a duel on Thursday, but uh, with the importance of of dual points and everything else now and in a year like this where we're coming off a state football championship we want everybody good to go for the du- all the duels so no more Thursday night duels but uh like before seeing yes. an invite yeah I, I moved that back a couple of years ago you know seeing what's was coming up in football and um, and I think it's a good idea to continue doing it this way especially with the uh, the state qualifying for state duels, um, it's based off of how you do throughout the entire season. There's no district tournament, so you can't go out and win a district tournament and automatically qualify. You, you have to perform throughout the year, and it's all based off of uh, your wild card points throughout the entire season. So uh, you mess up on a duel that you should win, um, you know, that could hurt you. Uh, and, you know, I'd hate to have us knocked out of the state duel tournament just because uh, you know, we we weren't ready. There's no way we would be ready to, to go as a team uh, on Thursday. Um, guys, you know, just aren't in good enough shape, and, and you know, the rust isn't kicked off yet. And, um, I mean, it's it's going to even be tough for some of the guys on, on Saturday. And the girls should all be fine. They sh- you know, uh, other than being new to the sport and understanding what's going on, you know, um, you know, they should all be fine, um, you know, and half our team will be fine on Saturday, and the other half will be a little bit tired. Um, but the good thing is uh, I think everybody we get in a lineup is, is experienced enough that, uh, um, you know, they, they can wrestle well. Just conditioning is going to be an issue. Um, so starts uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think there's is there already a sign up out there for the hospitality room yes there's a sign up and that was emailed out to all parents um, not only the high school parents but also the club parents um, you know so check your emails make sure you you sign up for uh, either working the concessions or um, bring some type of uh, food item for the hospitality room and and uh, these are two fundraisers for a wrestling club um you know obviously the concessions uh they give us the money for running the concessions we we make a percentage of the profit um and as far as the hospitality room uh you know technically that is a fundraiser uh in in a way that um you know they don't give us money but uh 
they give us a, a big discount. We, we get about $1,600 off of our usage fees uh, for, uh, you know, the, the wrestling club working out and um, you know, practicing in our practice room and, and using our uh, gym for their tournament. So uh, it is really like making $1,600. So, um, you know, so looking at it that way that, uh, um, you know, that's, that's why we're doing it. Plus it's also a, a nice benefit for, um, you know, it makes our, our program look nice, look, our school look nice, so how, you know, because the parents do an excellent job at the hospitality room, and um, it's just a, a nice thing and a nice pride thing for us. So good that we get better refs because of it. We do that. Uh, we have had officials in past tell us they had other opportunities to go somewhere else, but they came to us because of what, um, you know, the quality of our hospitality room. So Yep. Um, teams that are in there, Aquinas, Auburn, Boys Town, Columbus, Elkhorn South, Fort Calhoun, Missouri Valley, Iowa, Mount Michael, and Omaha Northwest. So I think pretty much the typical gang there. Yeah, not much different than normal. Yeah, same teams as last year. There's nothing that changed. Um, so all the same ones. Aquinas is going to be very, very tough. Um, I think they won it last year. Uh, they have a lot back. I think they, they'll be... I haven't seen the Class C ratings come out yet, but uh, I guess they came out in a couple places, and I believe they're if they're not number one, they're close to it in Class C. And um, you know, Columbus is always very, very tough. Uh, they'll be highly rated in, in Class A. Uh, Missouri Valley has been very good lately, uh, and doing very well over in Iowa. Uh, so uh, it's going to be tough. And you know, a few other teams are pretty solid in there. So it's it's a good start. Um, you know, not not gonna be the toughest tournament we go to all year, but uh, uh, it's gonna be a good start for us to see where we're at. Yep. Anything else on Bainton invite? No, not really. The nice thing is that uh, all fans are welcome to come this year. Um, the you know, last year it was no fans allowed, so that was uh, unfortunate. But uh, this year, all fans are allowed to come in and to maintain invite and not only that all events at this time uh there's always a possibility that could change down the road but uh this time uh i don't see anything in any uh anywhere at all that i've heard uh this restricting fans so uh we hopefully we can keep it that way yep uh rolling into some of that other general stuff um our home streams just found out uh we'll continue to stream those to bennington.tv um, which it's really streaming over YouTube, but you can go to that website and it'll take you to the right YouTube page. But uh, that means you'll be able to watch, if you're not able to make it out, which we hope just everybody comes and only the our uh, visitors are watching on the streams. But if you can't make it, uh, you can watch it on your big screen TV if you have like a smart TV or something like that. Well, hopefully the visitors come too because yeah. uh, what uh, they make off of admissions goes back into our um a wrestling budget so we need we need fans yep um wrestle loss wanted to touch on that since we're talking about the black and blue duel and how those work as far as if it's a one shot best out of three how the varsity you know the varsity guy that's holding the spot or varsity girl that's holding the spot and how that affects tournaments and duels so the whole thing all right um well, I guess to start off with, uh, 
when someone wrestled varsity at the district tournament last year's returning, they automatically inherit whatever spot they are going to be wrestling this year. So let's say they were a 106-pounder last year, and this year they're wrestling at 113. They're automatically the varsity guy at 113. Um, now, if there's two varsity guys at the same weight, now it becomes a situation where both are there. Um, and always the varsity person, it's two out, you got to beat them two out of three times to, to take their spot. Um, so uh, how that would work is we usually have set up like mini tournaments, whatever, whatever and, and uh, to, to determine our depth chart. Um, we want to put it, we get a depth chart of the team to start the year off. And so that's why we started some wrestle offs on, uh, yesterday. And then um, tomorrow and Tuesday, we're doing a bunch of wrestle offs uh, basically to determine where our kids sit at as far as who's better than, than the other or who's ahead at this point. Um, and then obviously, those can change throughout the season. Um, now, when you wrestle varsity guy again, I. Uh, the and this is not only the start off with but also throughout the season uh you have to beat that varsity guy that first match if if you if you lose that first match it's done varsity guys uh, retains their spot that's if you're the challenger you if have the to challenger. win the first one for sure correct uh if you win that spot at that first match uh then it goes to two out of three um and you've already won the first of the two right so uh, the varsity guys got basically got to win the next two, and we've had that happen before, where they're close and one wins the first one, and then the varsity's got to win his next two. So, um, and that's to prevent a situation where you got a, uh, you know, a, maybe a Kale Lordson out there that uh, uh, gets challenged by by someone that's that's you know a new wrestler and and uh, you know has got a ways to go, and they go out and throw a headlock and pins him, and all of a sudden, you know, that's a before day before dist or the the last rest off the year and here you got returning two-time state champ on jv be, or not being able to wrestle because the rules are he's he got beat uh, so if he gets caught like that well then he's got an opportunity to win his next two um you know to, to show that it was a fluke and um so we'll try to be fair to all and, and we also don't want to have tons and tons of wrestle offs uh, all every time um and so the, this is not unusual to do it this way. And um, and in an event of, like, start off the year, we have two varsity guys in one spot. Um, how that would work is we'd have all the other guys in that weight class work up to rust off the varsity guys. And and uh, and if they beat out the varsity guys, well, then those two varsity guys don't wrestle each other. Uh, maybe – and then, then it goes to one – person but if two varsity guys are at the end let's say and that's why we're talking that that could happen at the black and blue duel but maybe not uh actually this year we don't have any returning same weights but uh we get if it's two varsity guys it's automatically two out of three no matter who wins the first match um and once that's set uh then after that, they're the challengers. Once the varsity lineup is set up for uh, after the black and blue duels for the Bainton invite, then now from then on, it's about every two weeks approximately, um, we do challenge matches. Um, and 
how that works is we got the depth chart. You can challenge a person above you and move up the ladder. So we kind of start at the bottom. And and we, the reason why I call it challenge matches is because we don't ha we don't wrestle everybody off because we don't want to have to do all this over because we have a lot of matches and that takes a lot of time. Uh, we don't want to be wrestling uh, 15, 20 matches every two weeks just to, to do this. And, um, yeah, we do that in practice. I, I get it. But uh, um, in order to do the wrestle-offs, that's a little bit special. We we try uh, creating a certain area in the mat, that uh, space that's available so they can wrestle and not be, uh, you know, having others practice and crash into them or come close and, and uh, disrupt what they're doing. And uh, we try to keep it as fair as possible. So, and, and so we usually end up with challenges. Instead of about 20, 15 to 20 matches, we end up with about four or five usually, and, um, and that's pretty manageable every couple of weeks. And if we ever have a situation where we think someone should challenge someone above them, we, we encourage it so, it's, uh, so they, they do. Um, and then it also takes out the thing where, uh, you know, you, you got a freshman who's never wrestled before, doesn't have to challenge. <coughs> Um, you know AJ or Kale or something like that or Luke uh, um, you know they're just not ready for that and they you know it's not fair to make them wrestle them off every two weeks and, um, so that's why we do the challenges and but they still have that opportunity if they want to to challenge so that's that's why it's there what if you have uh, two varsities and one's say working their descent plan and coming down to the weight class okay that's great example because that does happen once in a while um, that guy that's once it's set it's set if if you go out of your weight class either down or up let's say and usually it's they're working their way down because we do have guys doing that working their way down and some of them might not be down until after christmas um what happens is that guy's out of his weight class so now he's a challenger he has, he's got to win that first match um if he moves a weight class and he's not the varsity guy at that spot so that guy who has that spot that's you know he's got the advantage um you know and so yep and whether whether you go down or up that's that's how it works all right and uh one thing that usually comes up every year that people have questions about is how uh that lineup is affects tournaments versus duels yes uh you know that's always a you know a very good question and sometimes people don't understand that uh, until we explain it and then they understand but uh, the wrestle-off itself to create the varsity spot is for the individual tournaments where we enter individuals at each weight class. Um, you know, that's where they, what, what spot we're wrestling off for. Now, as far as duels, duels are team events. Um, you know, so uh, we do kind of use the wrestle-offs you know the varsity people we do start with that as our um when we when we're looking at our lineup that's a starting point um but we also do um can change and move those guys around sometimes to help benefit our team so it's possible somebody maybe varsity at let's say 132 and we bump them up to 138 and wrestle uh, and then put a JV guy in at 132 because we feel that would help our team for whatever reason. Um, you know, those things happen once in a while. Uh, when we have a, a strong team like this year, I, I think you'll see less of that. 
Um, we didn't do a lot of it last year either, but, but we did a little here or there. Um, you know, and so, uh, and kind of how that works is every duel that we do, I mean, we have, we end up with like about 20 to 25 duels a year. Every, every time I go into a duel, I take our lineup and I take our opponent's lineup and I go right down the list and I predict out how I feel it'll go, whether we'll get a pin or decision or they pin or a decision. And, and so I score it out, just kind of a, a um, you know, a, a good estimate what, what I think will happen. Um, and then I start looking, all right, how can we maximize points? Can we move someone uh, you up that, that can beat somebody else or or maybe get a pin instead of a decision and get some more points and um you know can you know do we have someone that can fill in to, that when we move somebody up to and and so it's just a lot of strategy and kind of a chess match really um then i also take a look at all right what what would our opponent do if i were them how would i attack us and uh, move and change and so we're prepared uh, you know for that too so it might be something that we didn't plan on move in the beginning but we were aware that they move and then we have to counter them so it's really it's really interesting how it becomes such a chess match with duels um and fans don't always see that as much as uh you know the coaches you know because we're always thinking that through every time and but uh and sometimes you don't know that they their opponents do it because they they move around and and we don't change because we feel we're strong anyway and and, uh, and those things can make a big difference. Um, you know, a good example is, is two years ago we had Beatrice uh, in a duel and, um, you know, early in the season. And, and actually that was the last time we dueled them on, on that first Thursday of the season. And um, fairly close duel. I think we end up winning by uh, maybe nine points. But uh, there was a couple matches could have gone either way. We're, you know, concerned about that. And and uh, then we saw them at the fracas. And, in grand island and um uh, and since we already wrestled them already knew uh how we reacted against them in some situations and how what maybe how we can change and so we uh we made some changes and and uh we ended up beating them by about uh, instead of nine points i think ended up being around 25 plus points we end up beating them by just because we're able to uh, move things around a little bit and and uh, they couldn't counter it and and so um you know it's uh, again it's a chess match is what it is between coaches so um you might see that okay. uh, and that's why if, if you know if duels um you know don't get concerned if we, if we bump somebody out or something like that it's and i tell the kids too it's it's all for the team uh that, you know it's it's no different than in football if if you got a, a you know a star running back and um, you know there you got a strong line you don't think you could run on them you're gonna maybe throw the ball more you, you know you, you, that running back should get upset and you're trying to win as a team so he's not getting the ball as much somebody else is you might even have it be a style matchup where you, you got a long shot to win it and maybe one guy's even though he's JV is a better thrower or some sort of style matchup that gives us a chance to win it versus well it could end up the same result but there's a chance you know a long shot chance is a little bit better with one over the other so it always varies yep it's it's not a uh, simple cut and dry thing it's 
a lot of things go into it. Yep. But the uh, I guess the big thing, the big new thing this year is uh, girls being sanctioned. So first time we've had girls in the lineup, and we have six out right now on the girls team. <coughs> so, but yeah, um, we you know for the first time in history of our school, we actually had a couple come out last year, but that was a boys team technically, mm-hmm. um, and and you know one of them decided not to after a couple of days decided it wasn't for them, and then the other one decided that they didn't want to be only girl, and so that ended real quickly. Um, but, uh, you know, but it still wasn't a girls team this year. The NSA has sanctioned it. So, uh, it's officially a girls team and we have, you know, girls, like you said, and, and they're going to go out and compete and, um, we're, we're pretty excited about it. Um, uh, I, I think we, uh, you know, our, our numbers are low, but I think we got some quality in there and, um, you know, some of them. There's a couple with with some experience, and then the rest don't have any experience. But I think uh, there's some potential in there. Uh, you know, if we can uh, get healthy and stay healthy, and in all situations, and uh, to have a good season for the them, and um, and just grow from there. And, and next year, see you know maybe our numbers double and and uh, continue growing. So pretty excited about that and um, what we got going on there. Yeah, we've got a, a more than full schedule. We've got so much on the schedule that we have an extra point. So, we... yeah, I mean overall, um, and I'm real happy we're able to get them a full schedule. Um, and uh, I mean, if they wrestled every event, uh, yes, they would be over their limit, uh, and we can manage that. And then that's why we did it. Uh, basically, the the varsity duels or the boys duels that we have. We're counting them as duels for girls too, but uh, they won't. Not every team will have girls, or not everyone will match up in every duel. Uh, uh, because how that'll work is when we have a, a, a duel, let's say a boys duel, uh, it'll be just like we do with the JV. We ask the other team how many they have, or who they have, or what weights, and all that, and then we try giving everybody matches. Um, we'll do that with the girls too. We'll. Uh, uh, ask the other team if they have any girls we'll we'll get them in get them some matches and and uh, uh, so in and if we if the girls wrestle at every single event they got on their schedule yeah they'd be over by one point or one event um, and uh, but I'm not too concerned about that because I think at some point there'll be somewhere where uh, one team doesn't have girls or they have don't match up and uh, if it comes down to it, we just at the last duel or whatever, we just hold out, um, you know, the girls, if that's the case. But I don't think that'll be an issue. Yep. So, but happy to give them the matches they need. That's that's important. Yep. Uh, one thing we talk about every year is, is staying healthy. Uh, it's obviously winter, so cold and flu season and everything else now. Uh, I know you like to talk about that and – Keep yeah, healthy I mean, and why? <laughs> healthy in many ways. I mean, first of all, we got some injuries, uh, you know, some carryover from football. We got uh, a couple guys. I, I feel got some injuries that uh, you know, more nagging and that uh, they'll continue to get better. They may take two steps forward, and one step back. You know, really aggravate it a little bit. But uh, uh, and in fact, both guys actually have 
different injuries that I've experienced in my wrestling days. And so <laughs> um, I know how, what they're going through and what, what uh, can happen there. And I, I think as long as, uh, you know, they're doing the things they should be doing, getting taped properly and treatments, they'll, they'll be fine. Uh, another one I'm concerned about that uh, we got to f- figure it out more and hopefully everything turns out just fine. But uh, so we do got to get healthy in that way. Um, talking about uh, illnesses and all that, that's always, you know, a challenge there, um, you know, because uh, not only the season that you're dealing with, um, you know, with illnesses coming up, but you also got uh, the fact that kids are are managing their weight and maybe not eating as well as they should. Um, uh, you know, that, that adds an extra layer to that. So, um, you know, we always talk about the proper nutrition and things like that with the kids. And, um, but, uh, sometimes they don't always listen like, like they should, or they, you know, and, and that's just being a kid and, and you know how it is as an adult sometimes too. <laughs> it's hard to stay on a diet properly. And, um, you know, so trying to stay healthy there. Um, you know, the flu season and obviously last year, the COVID season. Um, we've talked about that at our parents' meeting and, and emails that, uh, you know, make good decisions. Uh, first of all, if you're, uh, if the child is sick, um, you know, keep them home, get over it, uh, and get back um, as soon as possible, or, uh, you know, take the precautions, you know. It needed a, you know, whether it's uh, flu shots or vaccinations or whatever um, you know obviously use uh, good um, advice on that from your physician and whatever the most important thing is 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 the health um, you know and sometimes uh, even the vaccinations are you know if you're allergic to something you, you don't take them you know that's uh, so it's one way or another whatever it is we're just saying um you know, make good informed decisions to to stay as healthy as possible. Um, I really believe we lost the state championship one year because we got hit the flu on our team pretty bad about district and, and state time and uh, lost at least uh, three state medalists out of that, that group and ended up third that year and probably could have won it. Um, in fact, I strongly believe we would have won it if we had everybody there healthy, but... Uh, so we don't want that to happen again, and especially this year, a year we were hoping to do well. So uh, try to get good night's sleep and eat right and uh, take vitamins. And if you're sick, stay home, get over it, and get, then get back as soon as you can. Speaking of hoping to have a good season, uh, time for your season outlook. Uh, how you think the team's going to do this year? Well, um, you know it's early uh you know i i I expect to do well um i always have a high confidence in our guys probably maybe more confidence in them than they do have in themselves um you know we uh um we do return the second most returning state points um from the state tournament so that's uh that's a positive that gives us a, a a chance at uh um making a run for the state title uh, as a team. Um, Broken Bow is going to be tough. Uh, they not only return the most state 
tournament points, but they also most returning state medalists and they're most returning state qualifiers. So um, that's something we have to overcome as a team. Um, and uh, that just takes hard work and effort and, and uh, you know, and sometimes even a little bit of luck, uh, you know, staying injury-free and staying healthy. Uh, like we talked about earlier, not getting sick at the wrong time and, um, you know, and, and staying healthy, getting you know, over any injuries we're dealing with, getting those healed up properly and, and, uh, you know, making good choices there too when you're healing up. I mean, um, don't just skip going to the trainer because you don't want to go to the trainer. Um, you know, they, they have E-STEM treatments and treatments that can help you, you heal faster. Um, you know, so get in there and get that done. And some people sometimes like to skip that because they don't want to sit there or, or they don't want to miss part of practice. I'd rather than miss first 15 minutes of practice um, and get healthy quicker than anything else. Or if you have early out or something, you could always come in early before practice and, and get all that taken care of. So uh, kind of going back to the healthy part, I guess, back, back to the season outlook. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think we have a, an excellent chance at uh, making a good run for the state a dual tournament championship and the individual championship. Um, but uh, there's some good teams out there and uh, it's definitely not given. And, um, you know, it's, nobody's going to give it to you. You got to take it. That's kind of how we look at it. And, and uh, so we got to work hard and do the right things in practice and, and uh, put us in position that we can uh, make a run for a state title, I guess. And, and we, I mentioned broken bow there's some teams out there right, you know, right near us as far as points. Um, let me see if I pull it up here. I got it here. I just don't have it pulled up right away. But uh, um, returning state points. Broken Bow, number one. We're number two. Um, Hastings is right behind us. Um you know, in, in fact, if we, uh, it looks like we're we're going to miss one of our returning qualifiers is uh, may not uh, uh, be joining us this year. And if that's the case, I mean, we're we're only the difference between us two is is basically about like a point and a half or so. So um, their Hastings is right there on our tail, and uh, they got some transfers in that are going to really help them out. And so that's um, you know a concern. Um, Beatrice, they're very good. They're right up there too. They're they're not that far. They're within five points of returning points, and and got some quality too. And um, you know, and then then you got some others. You got uh, uh, Scud is is up there again, and the top ten as far as returning points, and not that far off. And they got some young ones coming in that are pretty decent. So uh, you know, they're going to be back in the hunt again um you know garing lost a bunch but they they still have some quality too and um i don't know if they have the depth that, uh, that they had last year to to make a lot of noise but they'll they'll be up there pushing for a top five also um you know and, and blair's uh one of those scary teams that uh, um you know they don't seem like they have a lot of returning points but uh, they had a couple injuries last year that really hurt them pretty bad and 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 they get those kids back and and they're going to be very very tough uh so they'll be right up there uh in the top five too and maybe even challenge for a title and 
Um, in Waverly is somewhat similar. They they had some injuries that hurt them last year, and they got some young ones coming in. Um, you know, so uh, a lot of quality out there. And, and, you know, I know a lot of our guys are talking like we're going to win a state title, and and uh, that's great. You know, that's that's what you want. You want the kids to have the confidence, um, you know, because if, if you – first believe you can that's the first step to to doing it but uh, uh also you gotta be realistic that uh, um, you still gotta do the right things um you know to get there you still gotta practice hard you gotta practice right um you know and and uh, do the right things to to put yourself in position to win it so uh, class b is gonna be pretty exciting this year i had said there's uh anywhere from uh, three to five teams that could potentially win at state this year, and, and I, I think we're in the mix. But uh, uh, definitely, not, I wouldn't put us favorite right now, just because of what Broken Bow has coming back, and uh, what we go, got going on right now with us. So, um, but I think we have the potential to to make a push. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, let's see. Um, I guess one thing, uh, you know, talking about practices, um, you know, something I never realized until I started doing the math. Uh, you know, we're we've already gone through uh, about twenty four percent of our practice for the entire season. You know, there's fifty nine practices, and I think we've been through fourteen. If you do the math, it's about I think around twenty three point something. Around it rounds up to twenty four. Uh, that's a lot of a lot of practices we've been through so um those that uh, are a little bit behind um uh, we need to really work hard and focus uh, on getting those caught up because uh, uh, we get to after christmas if you're not if you're behind on your conditioning and stuff it's really tough to get caught up then so uh, you almost have to do extra as an individual so um and we have some that are doing extras on their own just to get caught up yes yeah and that that's good to see um yeah we had some of the football guys come in right away as soon as they could and some that uh you know took a day off because uh it is tough coming back the next day after playing a state championship game and um and, but they got in there as soon as they could and they're uh doing what they can and then staying after and doing a little bit more conditioning just to uh try getting in shape um so that's good. And uh, one thing, too, I want to mention, too, is, um, um, you know, I it, just because uh, it's a little bit challenging for us with the football team being successful and, and putting us a little behind, uh, you know, I'm 100% support of it. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to play uh, in a state championship uh, game twice and win it once and, and turn around and wrestling. Um so I understand the excitement they're in. I think it's great for uh, either the mental part, uh, as far as uh, you know, you, when you ha when you schools are winning state championships, you know, it's something. in I mean, the, the kids believe they can do it, and they uh, and so that ment mental part uh, rubs off on us too, and and uh, gives us the confidence. Um, and also, usually when you're winning state championships, you're doing the right things to, to get there. And so uh, those guys are coming from football. We're doing the right things over there to, to win their state title. And now they 
come over to wrestling. They understand that uh, what it takes, and and those things can uh, continue over in the, in wrestling. And so there's far more positives than negatives in there. Uh, you know, I'm not worried about our guys that uh, um, you know that uh, have been wrestling varsity. They'll they'll be ready to go uh, when it's time. Um, it just might take them a, an extra week or two and maybe a little bit out of shape when you first see him wrestle but uh, uh, those are all fixable things so um, you know happy for them and happy for coach Lenhart for what they did and uh, now it's our turn to to step up and do what we can yep all right anything else I don't know do you got anything um, last on my list okay I don't know if you had anything on the 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 girls' side since you've been working with them mostly. Well, um, I, I mean, I think you you said it uh, pretty well. Uh, we got a little bit of experience. Um, I think we have a chance to take home some medals at state. Um, and you know, even with the inexperience, I think there's there's some potential there, some talent there. Um, so it'll be real exciting to see. Uh, first competition this friday and and see uh how the girls progress throughout the season so yeah and I, one thing i know is i'm really proud of them for uh you know c- uh, multiple things first of all for for giving the sport a try um especially the ones that have never done it before um and also for them like i said they had perfect attendance um uh, you know the guys have never done that at this point the season had perfect attendance ever because uh, there's always somebody gets sick or something comes up, uh, you know. But the girls have done that so far, and uh, you know, so they're they're out there and they're giving their best. And you know, it's new to them. Some of them haven't done a lot, so it, it's tough. I and I know that, but they've stayed in there and done everything they've been asked to do. Um, sometimes it might have been tough, but they they did. So real proud of them for where they're at and how they're starting and. And kind of excited to see where they're where they're going to go. Yep. All right, then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, tune in next week. We'll recap uh, the Friday night fracas or fracas, however they want to spell it. Um, and then Bennington invite, and then we'll have a few events to preview. We've got the uh, Elkhorn South Fremont JV Triangular, the uh, Ironman tournament out in Ohio. The sent a couple guys the toughest high school tournament in in the country um and then the majority of the team is going to the council bluffs classic that's a huge tournament there and across the river now and uh fort calhoun jv so we got a lot of a lot going on a lot coming right away yep it's it's gonna be a challenge uh, working out the schedule this year with, with all the different uh events with, with uh, varsity jv and girls so be exciting. Yep. All right. Till next week. See ya.